Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hey, everyone. It's Maya. Welcome back to Gentler. I hope you all had a great um, Thanksgiving holiday. Regardless of how you spent it, I hope it was at least restful in that you all kind of were able to recharge and get ready for this last leg of 2019. Um, We can go ahead and get into some pluses and deltas. So for those of you who have never listened to this podcast before, pluses and deltas or where I kind of recap my life at this point, pluses are positives, good things, deltas are um, things that could be improved, things that could change, Um, hence the the name. It's like delta as in like that science chemistry symbol. Um, So yeah, so it means change. Not necessarily negatives, but things that that could be improved, things I can work on for this next upcoming week. So pluses. Um, I got my Christmas tree up. I got a Christmas tree and decorations and stuff. I was kind of torn on whether or not I should even decorate for Christmas because I'm going to be at home for like three weeks. And I didn't know if, you know, I would be here, if it'd be worth it to like purchase Christmas decorations and all that stuff. But I kept watching um, TikToks and I've been seeing this like trend on TikTok like that that whole thing where people like throw an ornament like a grenade into a room and then they shut the door and they open it back up and it's all Christmas decorated and all that. Um, and one day on the train, I was watching like a thread of them and I was like, I am going to decorate my apartment for Christmas. I don't care. Even if it's really, really small, I'm going to decorate it because it makes me feel good. Like it makes me feel like Christmas is actually happening um, and it feels nice. So I made that intention and... Target was having a great sale on trees. One of my other things was like, my Christmas tree has to be taller than me. Like I can't have a four and a half foot tree to be my main tree, you know? And I'm like, my grandma back home will have like multiple trees in the house, like at least five. There'll be like two or three full-size trees in the house because she's added on to her house over like the decades that she's lived there. And then like each of our rooms will have a mini tree. So I'm used to there being like multiple trees. And I was like, I could get a four and a half foot tree, but only if it was like my secondary tree. <laughs> um, but Target was having a great sale for six, $6, $6, I wish, six foot trees that were like half off. So I got a tree for like $36 for a six foot one, which I think is great. They were regularly priced for 60. I actually got an email this morning that now they're like priced at 30, but you know, it's whatever. I got mine. I'm happy about it. Um, And then I went to Dollar Tree because I I love Dollar Tree growing up. I I think I've talked about before. I didn't grow up with like a lot of money. So Dollar Tree was a really, really fun way for me to be able to get gifts for everyone and just spend like 20 bucks and get gifts for every single person that I knew. (laughs) So I really, really loved Dollar Tree growing up and was just fascinated by it. And I just kind of forgot about it being in D.C., for so long, like there wasn't really a Dollar Tree nearby that I knew of. Um, come to find out there are Dollar Trees in DC. But anyway, I went to a Dollar Tree, was able to get ornaments and other little decorations. Something else I was really looking forward to was the um, the little like Christmas village type of thing, like little miniature things. I don't even know if people understand what I'm talking about, but 
another thing that my grandma used to have all the time whenever I was growing up, and hers, you would plug in, and they would all like have like little tiny lights inside. And the idea is that you buy like pieces over time, and then you have like a whole village. So I bought a couple of pieces. I messed up because they had these huge yellow stickers on the bottom, like covering up like the opening, and it was like a, like a just like instructions or whatever. And I assumed that underneath the yellow sticker was a switch and that they were battery powered, but actually underneath was just an opening to put tea lights inside. And so I didn't buy any tea lights. So mine are currently not lit, but it's fine. And then I DIY'd some, some decorations. So maybe I'll, I'll share that on Instagram. Um, but yeah, that, that's been a big plus being able to decorate for Christmas. Um, I think that's a great way to get your spirits up and all of that. Um, I mean, everything, it, it depends on how you flip it. You know, like I hate that it's so cold outside and that it gets dark so early now. But on the flip side, I'm able to dress in cozier clothing and I'm able to have my heat on and I'm able to drink hot chocolate and all that as much as I want to without just feeling incredibly uncomfortable in the heat. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's been helpful for me. Other pluses. Let me think. I only have two more weeks of work before the holiday break. So I'm kind of in like the last last leg of my first few months on with a nine to five. It's been interesting to say the least <laughs> and trying to like kind of get myself in the zone of having a nine to five. Um, at this point in the year, I have like a really big responsibility with my job and I'm feeling really good about it and I am excited to receive the feedback on it because I have put a lot of work into it and I'm proud of myself for that. So I'm happy to see it come to an end. Um, let me think, see if I can think of one more plus. Um, <laughs> I can't think of one on the spot right now, but yeah, I, I mean, everything's, I've been in like a general good mood and stuff. So life is just one big plus. Deltas. Let's see, deltas. I think I've talked about like finances in the past. I just want to get like way, I want to feel more in control of my money. I've done a lot of work, a lot of work on my money mindset over the years, and it is definitely better. Um, I think that I think what's happening is I, so I realized that in January, because it has like five weeks, um, I'll get paid three times. And because of that, I was really excited because that meant that I would essentially have one check that I could stow away, you know, and, and or pay up, oh gosh, talk in English, pay off debt with. Um, and that's like a really, really great realization and I think because I had that moment of, wow, like I am really financially thriving, I'm going to be able to achieve my financial goals way quicker than I thought I would. My mind is automatically like, oh, wait, something must be about to go wrong. Like, you know, we, that's not our story. We don't have financial stability. We are low income, we we struggle, you know, there's all those typical things. So I'm trying to like overcome all of that. And I think I'm doing a great job. It's just something to be aware of. And I think because I know that that is 
like my past with money, just growing up and all that, it, it makes it so much easier to kind of beat those those thoughts. Um, so if I were y'all and you're also like kind of feeling a little iffy about finances right now, especially with the holidays coming up, I would do some research into money mindset and all of that because it, it's been really, really helpful for me. Um, also, I want to start looking again at my diet, um, just the foods that I take in and eat. Um, and fitness is always, has always been one of those things that I just have not fully jumped on. And that's a Delta for my life right now. But yeah, so that is a little update. Oh, self-care I've been loving. I keep forgetting to do that one. Self-care I have been loving. I have been sitting down and doing a financial overhaul. Like I, I said already that finances have been something heavy on my mind. So sitting down and really just plotting out and mapping out exactly, like I'm going like month by month and thinking, okay, in this month I will make this amount of money. I can put this into this account. I'm trying to set up different bank accounts, trying to have like different funds. And the next episode of Gentler will be like the financial episode. So don't worry, I'm going to go into great detail on all of that. Um, But yeah, that's, I mean, it's really like just being able to see numbers on paper is really, really helpful for me, for me. So I have been loving that form of self-care and just getting really honest with myself about where I want to be and where I can be if I just work a little hard and decide to stick to it. Um, You know, like, and getting real with myself, I have an app, it's called Clio, and it's really cool. It's like a chat, like, bot app, Um, but something I really like about it and also hate about it is that you can click a button and have it show you exactly what you spent on a certain transaction for over a certain period of time. And so I, whenever I just want to really just shock myself, I'll look at see how much I spent eating out. The number's horrendous, but it also excites me because it's like, okay, if I just cut back extremely on eating out, I could have this much extra money and that could really like change the quality of my month, you know? Um, and my year. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing those changes happen. And that's been great self-care for me. All right. So I'm going to take a little break and then we can jump into the topic for the week. All right. I am back with a hot cup of matcha and an empty bladder. So let's get into this week's episode. So yesterday, I think I posted on Instagram and I talked about ways you can kind of up-level into into becoming like that dream version of yourself because I think we have this, I I know I do, I have this idealized version of myself and this dream life that this girl is living and all this stuff. And what I don't realize is how easy it is for me to become that person. So for my whole life, I've been like a huge dreamer and huge daydreamer And when I was a kid, I would spend so much time just thinking about like what my life would be like when I was a grown up and when I lived on my own and when I made my own money and all of that. Um, And I used to love watching Fantasia 2000. Um, I haven't, now that I have Disney Plus, I haven't watched it again, but I need to. Um, I used to watch it all the time. And my favorite uh, part of Fantasia 2000 was the Rhapsody in Blue uh, section or animation, whatever. Um, and it's a, I don't know how to say his name because to be honest, I get my G sounds mixed up a lot. 
George Gershwin or George Gershwin, I don't know, but he has this um, this music or this composition uh, called Rhapsody in Blue, and I really like it. Um, I even did like a short film based on it as well. Um, but in Fantasia 2000, it starts out and you see this little girl. I actually don't remember which, which one it starts out, but basically it shows like the life of three people um, living in New York City. And it just, it really like encapsulates that whole idea of like the hustle and bustle of New York that we think of and all of that. And I just used to always love watching it because I just always felt like, like kid me, child Maya always felt like a place like New York was where I was supposed to be. And I lived by myself in a really nice apartment and, you know, I'd be able to have a cup of coffee and a bagel and all that stuff. And I would really get obsessed with these little tiny things like having a bagel in the morning, you know, stuff like that. Like I just had really built it up in my head. Um, and yeah, so I, I used to always love thinking about stuff like that. And up until recently, and I say up until recently because I lost it, but I used to keep this picture of myself um, from around like that time period. I, I can't remember exactly how old I was. I think I was probably about eight um, but I kept it, I found it one day and it just like, I instantly remembered like what I used to think about when I was that age and all these like visualizations and daydreams that I would have. And I was kind of just shocked at how close my life was to what I had always been imagining. Um, you know, up until this point, you know, I was in school, but I was living in a big city. I was having a bagel every day for breakfast. I was drinking coffee, doing doing all these like little things that I thought were going to be so incredible whenever I was little living in like rural Arkansas, you know, and I it, it, it brought more significance to my life. Like it made it feel bigger than what it was. And that was really, really good for me. Um, and to this day, I still am trying to remember how far I've come and not not even just how far I've come, but just remember how close I am to that dream, you know? Um, so today's episode, I want to kind of focus on, on bringing us closer to our dream selves and kind of the, the practical strategies that I take to do so. Um, something I want to touch on is that this has to be like an ongoing thing. It can't just be something you do once because you have to be able to remind yourself. They had to be able to check in and remember the picture for me was an an easy way for me to do so. Cause whenever I looked at it, I thought of myself and my life at that point and the things I would think of, but you have to have something that kind of brings you back, whether you set like a calendar reminder to like take some time and check in and reflect, or you do it daily or weekly Um, or you have like a friend that you can reflect with, all those things, you have to basically just be able to revisit all of this. So I, for a couple of episodes, have been doing the journaling prompt at the end, but I have been finding lately that it's easier to do the journaling prompt in the beginning so that you can kind of set that as the basis for the rest of the episode. So this episode's journaling prompt is write out your ideal day. And you can do that in whatever medium you'd like. You can do it in whichever way you would like. Sometimes I like to just make a list of things I did, write a schedule out hour by hour of what happened, or just kind of get like a paragraph recap of what happened. I would encourage you, however you decide to do it, do it in great detail.
Wait, let me check and see if my stove is on. Okay, it is not on. My apartment's not gonna burn down. I just heard like like kind of like a whistle, like hissing sound that sounded like something on the stove, but I don't know what it is. Maybe my heat. Um, but anyway, yeah, read it in great detail. Um, and even those little tedious facts, you know, like what what are you eating? Where do you live? Like what when you turn on the TV, what's playing? You know, do you turn on the TV? You know, all that stuff. Um, and just write out how that ideal day went and you can either even like alternate it and just write about sorry got a little bit of sniffles write about ideal you um write about what ideal you does I think this is why I put on the Instagram caption what do they eat what do they wear who do they hang out with where do they live and what type of living environment do they live um all of that stuff, just write it in great, great detail and just really spend some time, like get comfortable, play your favorite music. And also before you even start to write, see it, like you have to visualize it. Um, Close your eyes, really just envision and see yourself in this whole setting. I don't remember, so don't quote me on this. I don't remember who I heard it from. I don't remember where they got it from. I don't remember what the stats were, any of that. I think I heard it a couple of years ago, but I heard on the podcast, I think, that the way that we think about our future selves is the same way that we think about, like, celebrities. People that we think we kind of know, but we don't really know anything about them. They seem like people who aren't really real. You know, Kim Kardashian, I think she exists, but do people like Kim Kardashian even exist? Stuff like that, you know? Like, that's how we how we think about our future selves, so... You have to like really, really spend time with yourself. And I think I've talked about this before on the journaling episode, but you have to spend time with yourself like you would with another person. You have to get to know yourself, ask yourself those hard questions, and then try to see yourself in situations where you want to be at. If it's your dream to live in New York, watch or like try to visualize yourself in New York. But if you can't really, if you've never been in New York, and you just have no no basis on how to even visualize yourself there. Watch a movie about New York or watch like New York vlogs on YouTube and just really just whenever you see the lead character or the vlogger's face, put your face there. And if it doesn't feel exactly right, that's fine. You just haven't really found that groove. You're not fully in alignment, but you'll you'll get closer and closer. So keep keep working at that and just spend time visualizing and then just writing down the things that felt really good for you. Okay, so journaling prompt done. Now to get into the tips for, for bringing this all together. So the first tip, I, I've kind of touched on this, visualize it every single day. When you wake up in the morning or before you go to sleep, I rather those are the most important times for like, manifestation stuff and just all of that. And I'm not fully trying to get into it like a manifestation place in this episode, but I do find that just seeing myself in situations helps me to believe it a little bit more if I've seen it with my with my eyes, you know, even if it's just been in my head. Um, so visualize every single day, take time and plan for that time to be your visualization time. Put your phone and computer and all your other devices on Do Not Disturb if you have music that kind of helps you get into that frame of mind, like, you know, play the music that you think ideal you listens to. Do all of that. Um, 
and just see it every single day. Even if you have to do it multiple times a day, see it. Whenever you feel like you're in a situation that is not what dream or ideal you would be in, visualize where you would want to be. If you are taking your commute to work and you hate it, visualize what it would feel like to be able to walk across the street or down down another block to your job. And whenever that starts to feel really good, you'll start to to see things feel better in your the life that's like manifested in your reality. Um, when you focus on just how much you hate things, it just makes it worse. So focus on where you would like to be or where like the good things that come about it. You know, if you, that's not what this episode is about, but anyway, just, you know, if you, if you hate your commute, think about the things that you like about your commute. You know, it gives you time to read or catch up. It gives you time to settle in, all that stuff. I think I talked about this as well. Yikes. I need to listen to all my other episodes. I feel like I'm having deja vu. Um, okay. So, so the next thing that I would suggest for you to do is point out the things. So whenever you've like journaled and written down like what your ideal day looks like, what your ideal life looks like, what ideal you does and looks like, all that stuff, like point out the things that you can do now. You know, if I write down the ideal Maya works out three times a week, there is literally nothing stopping me from getting to a gym three times a week and just working out and stepping into ideal me. There's nothing stopping me. I have a gym in my apartment building. I'm basically paying for a gym membership and just letting it go away and fluff up into the air. Um, there's nothing stopping me. If ideal you drinks a fresh cup of coffee every morning on the way to work, but your bank account is saying maybe you shouldn't do that. Make coffee at home. Treat yourself to a to a homemade coffee every day before work and step into that portion. I mean, if ideal you has lavish dinners and all that stuff with her friends or his friends or their friends, maybe have a potluck and host it with your friends and you can still have a lavish dinner and not necessarily spend as much money just because like don't let finances be a barrier to you and your happiness you know there are always ways around things and as you kind of cultivate and nurture that happiness the next thing comes up it's like you're you're hopping on stones in the clouds you know and and you can't see like the through the fog but whenever you hop on the next stone the fog clears a little bit and you see the next one so you can hop on that one you just keep going and keep going until you've cleared all the fog away and that's what all of this basically is. You have to get creative. You have to think, okay, ideal me is at this point. Maybe she makes this amount of money. I, however, make this amount of money. So I can't necessarily do all those things. I can't go to the spa every every week. But maybe I can mix up a face mask and do it every week. Maybe I can polish my nails and give myself a really, really nice manicure and learn how to do certain things on YouTube and do that every week. Also, maybe you can afford a spa day every week if you, like that Clio app, I could afford it so much if I did not order McDonald's all the freaking time. I mean, just you have to look at stuff like that and just think, how can I get from point A to point B in my own life? And I guarantee you'll be able to find at least one thing that can get you closer to that ideal image. And then you'll just start to see just how attainable all of that stuff is. And then also the next thing I would say is to break up those goals. 
we talked or I talked about how, you know, getting from point A to point B, but if point B just seems so, so far away, if those like stones that you're jumping between are just way too far, there might be some pebbles in between, you know, if ideal me makes six figures, but at this point in my life, I'm making 50 K maybe there's something like little small things. I don't think I'm going to wake up tomorrow and get an idea how to make an extra 50 K but maybe I can think of ways to make an extra 1K every month that will turn into an extra 2K. And I can just jump from pebble to pebble until I get to that big stone, you know? So think of ways that you can you can break up those different pieces and make them smaller, more attainable goals for yourself. The last tip I have, I think, is the most important, and I'm just going back to journaling. You guys, journaling is really important to me just because, like I said, you have to get to know yourself. If I write that ideal me is in a size four um, and weighs like however many pounds you weigh when you're a size four, I don't know. I really want to spend some time journaling and just getting down to the root of why I feel like ideal me is a size four because, and I think I talked about this in the vision board episode, for me, whenever I'm thinking about these goals and visualizing all this stuff, I'm really chasing feelings. I'm not necessarily chasing the thing and I'm just chasing that feeling, you know? If I want to feel healthy and strong and happy about my body or about my finances or about my job or about my relationships, then I might not really know just how, like, you know, maybe the thing that I think will get me there is not really the thing that will get me there, but I'm chasing that feeling. And hopefully like in in my own experience, a lot of times journaling has kind of gotten me to that point and I just go deeper and deeper and deeper. So maybe I'll write, I want to lose 30 pounds. Why? because it will make me feel better about myself. Why? Because people who are 30 pounds less than I am feel better. Why? Because people like them better. Why? Because we have this messed up idea about people's bodies and the way people should look and all that stuff. And then you just get down to the root of it and you're like, huh, maybe what I don't want is to necessarily be 30 pounds, but I want to look more acceptable in society's like I, and that is kind of where I messed up. So maybe instead of losing 30 pounds, I need to implement more strategies to love myself the way that I am and to appreciate my body the way it is. Maybe it's affirmations that I need. Maybe it's thinking about ways I can implement, you know, food that makes me feel better about myself and also just makes me feel good in general. Maybe that's what I need instead of this, this goal that I just thought ideal me wanted. So with that, like your ideal vision might shift and change. And that's good because what you want to cultivate and nurture around yourself is joy and happiness, excuse me, happiness and gratitude. So if you are constantly seeking those things, the things that get you there might change. They might not necessarily look the way that you thought they would. And that's fine as long as you can get to those places. So I would totally suggest that you journal and just figure out, you know, try to get to the root of why you want certain things in your life. And if you didn't already know, I do have a journaling program on www.begentler.com. Gentler journaling is where I send journaling prompts in the morning or evening, depending on your choice, along with affirmations. 
Um, and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking about doing specialized, specialized ones. So if you want to focus more on finances or on love or career, et cetera, et cetera, doing things that are more, more focused. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I think I'll put out like a little poll today on, for all the current members. Um, but yeah, so that's it for this week's topic. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Gentler. Um, As always, if you enjoyed it, rate it on Apple Podcasts or leave a review. That's so, so helpful. It helps other people to see the podcast and then just grow the community Um, and just tells me what you like or what you would like to see improved with the podcast. So be sure to utilize that avenue for feedback. Um, We are having an event in January, so if you are in the DMV area, we will be meeting up January 19th for a gentler winter self-care dinner party. It's going to be so, so much fun. Everyone's going to go home with great goodie bags and hopefully full bellies and renewed contact list. So I really would love to see all of you there. You can go to begentler.com for details on how to buy tickets or go to the Instagram um, gentlerpod for more information on that. As always, I really, really appreciate all of you and I wish you all the best on this week. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.